This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Oh, we got another action-packed podcast for you. Jerry and Al, as I almost uh, trip over my vomit there trying to speak at the beginning. Hi. Uh, Al, yesterday. Oh, hi. <laughs> yesterday we were talking about Twitter, and I had asked you about it. You kind of feel like it's dead, but you still love doing it and everything. And uh, there's a story all over the place that it was one of the first things I saw, um, other than Brian Cashman's fart machine, which I found <laughs> very funny. That, that should have been a headline story. That was what, The fact that it's actually in the story is funny enough, but that was one of the first things I saw in the paper this morning. And one of the other things I saw, I don't know if I saw it in the paper or if I saw it online. might have saw it online is this idea about athletes being paid to tweet. And two things stuck out uh, stuck out in the article. Number one, Joe Flacco will apparently sell anything for less than $1,000 a tweet, which is pretty funny. Uh, and the other one would be the other side of the coin is LeBron James will get paid $140,000 per tweet. And he is not exactly open to saying yes to everything which is pretty good. It goes show we won't just hawk anything that comes to him. So I figure if he's worth 140000 Per tweet Flacco for an advertiser. less than 1000 you've got to fall somewhere in the $20,000 range, right? Have they figured out in the article um, how, mu- like how much per 1,000 tweets? So like if you have a – or followers. So if you have 1,000 no. Twitter followers, what does that come out to no, per tweet? No, it had something to do with the, the – uh, there was some sort of um, – science behind it based on the types of followers you have okay it's not as simple as saying this guy's got 23 million followers divide that by a number and here's what it comes out to but the thing that makes no sense to me is what me and you have always talked about out of those followers how many people see these things right not many because they're not on it constantly Right, yeah. Well, yeah. We, you and I have talked. I don't know if we talked here or off the air on um, about the Twitter analytics, which you could look now at every one of your tweets to see how many people are, how many people have scrolled past it. Right. And just to give you a, an an easy number, and, and this works for both the Boomer and Carton Twitter that I run and uh, Al's boring tweets. So Al's boring tweets, I have. I'm just at right now forty thousand right. followers. Most of the tweets I put out, when I go back to look at how many people saw them, it's under 10,000. Right. So it's under a quarter, and it, and it works out about the same for the Boomer and Carton one. It's it's under a quarter of your total followers that see each tweet. Right. You know, people are not on Twitter all day long, or if they are on Twitter all day long, they're just kind of scrolling for a few minutes, and then they put it down for an hour and scroll another few minutes. Uh, they're not 
Twitter completist like I am, Jerry. If I follow you on Twitter and I don't follow a lot of people, I'll see everything. I do not see everything. Yeah, see, I I'll follow more through. people than I want to because I have to because of the job. Writers that I really... But what you, how you manage that, what I do is you can mute them now. So they don't... Oh, no, I do. Yeah, they don't know you're muting Yeah, no, I, I mute quite yeah. a few people, actually. I have to mute a lot of people during hockey season. Uh, I know that. I, so know I have a lot of friends that they just tweet nonstop And you're worried hockey. about them being insulted yeah. that you're not following them. Right. And I, I know how that goes. I always wonder, too, if it's wrong to, let's say, after six months, just kind of click the unfollow. I don't know how that right. happened. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what? Twitter unfollowed a bunch of people for me. Now, because you don't get notifi- do notifications when no. people unfollow you. No. So how would they know? If they, the problem is this: regular people. See, we're in the media, Jerry, so we get a lot of followers. But regular people, what do they have? Like forty followers. So you look up one day, you got thirty-nine followers. You go, who the heck? All right, and it's very easy to go through. Yeah, then you scroll through. And I would think for you, people would be like, "Well, Al Dukes follows me, and they're, you're the first one they're looking for." Yeah, we're big deals, Jerry. Well, you called yourself a big deal. Oh, right. That was anything. me. I'm a moron. Yeah, but I've had this thing, too, with Twitter where sometimes, like, let's say I do something for uh, a, a client. Like, let's say I'm, I'm reading a commercial for yeah. a client here at the radio station. Yeah. And they're paying to be on the radio station. And they'll ask, hey, would you mind tweeting out about our thing? I will say no, because I don't want to uh, annoy my Twitter followers with an advert, a tweeted advertisement. Yeah, I see. I disagree with you on that one. You do. I do because of exactly what we just talked about. Most of them don't see it anyway. That's true. Maybe I'll have a different approach. I mean, seriously, I, I get your point. And like, if you're doing it constantly, it would get annoying. To me, it was like when I did the thing for BMW last year, going to Atlantic City. Oh yeah. I actually found that turned me off to your Twitter. People got very thank you. People got very engaged with it. Actually, they did. They were very into the trip. Um, not so much about the car, although a few people did ask, but I don't know it was just another way that people were um, responding and having conversation back and forth. It was actually kind of cool. But if you're hawking it every hour, yeah, that's a problem. Now, I'll do it like like I'll be doing uh, next month. I'll be at the Security Dodge, right? Right. So I'll tweet that I'm going to be there I've seen in that. case people are in the area By and the they way, want to come by and say hello. That seems you're normal. Doing. You're I, hawking security dodge. Yes, but yeah, you're right. No, no, I you guess. are. All right. And by there's nothing wrong with that. You want them to come out, see you, test drive a car. Who knows? Maybe right. nothing happens. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. The people that do it and do it a lot, that's an issue. Right. That's an unfollow. So what would be a minimum you would take for someone to advertise on your Twitter? Why are you asking me this? Because maybe I want to advertise. Do you have a number? I, maybe I want to advertise Al's boring tweets. Oh, I like that. I think I do have a number. If I have 40,000 followers, I would charge $1,000. Per tweet? One tweet. Well, that's steep. I mean, you're above Joe I'll, Flacco I'll, now. I'll allow you to provide a link. I, I, in my head, I was going to say about $350. No, not worth it. It's not worth pissing people off for $350. But you know, who are you pissing off? Some of the hardcores. Oh, F I'm very uh, loyal to my followers, Jerry. You're loyal to your followers like <laughs> That's you're <right>. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell these people to drink Kool-Aid, Jerry, they will drink Kool-Aid. We just talked about the <laughs> analytics and no one pays attention All to right, anything. no one's reading them. <laughs> <laughs> right, true. Good you're point. Funny. I don't tell my potential advertisers that. I say, oh, all 40,000 see right, everything. Exactly, as long as they don't look at the analytics. By the way, I did... Uh, I posted the link for our podcast, which I don't think is a bad thing to do. No, that's nice. Just once a day, people want to hear that. Jerry. And I always make sure I pop in what you know, how you're tied to it, like the story about you right. today. So people like you, ten people click to it. <laughs> ten. Jerry, my people are already on the podcast. Right. They're already all over it. Yeah. Good. Well, your people are my people now. Oh. 
Jerry, uh, you're aware of Jimmy Buffett. I've heard of him. Margaritaville. Yeah, Margaritaville, uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise. Stupid song. Uh, Come Monday, that's a good one. Don't know uh, that one. Son of a Sailor. Don't know that one. Uh, what about uh, Fins? We've got Fins to the left. Yeah, I don't like that fins song either. Fins to, boy, you would Margaritaville hate it. Margaritaville is about all I like. You would hate a Jimmy Buffett. I wonder where, like I've never seen him in concert. Where do you, where do you put Margaritaville? Do you do that encore? Do you do open with it? Do you mid-set? I think, yeah, I think, I, I, bet he cl- I don't think you're closing with that. I th- here's what I think. I think he closes with it before the encores. I like that. I think that would be good. Yeah. And then give him more. Here's where I want to see Jimmy Buffett. Jamaica. Right. Like, I don't want to go see Jimmy Buffett at the Art Center. Right. <laughs> I want to go see. But, Jerry, <laughs> they turn the Art Center into a tropical paradise. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't no, think so. No, they do. So. I don't want to. I want to be in Jamaica with a margarita in my hand watching Jimmy Buffett. Well, here's what's going on. with Jimmy Buffett is on tour. He does uh, every summer. But here's a problem going on with Jimmy Buffett fans. They tend to be beer drinkers and margarita drinkers, and they do this in the parking lot tailgating beforehand. Okay. And that differs from any other concert how? Yeah, in this way. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're, they're called parrot heads, Jerry. I don't know if you know oh that. Oh, my God. Parrot heads. <laughs> parrot heads are apparently too busy waiting, wasting away in Margaritaville oh boy. to wait in line for the bathrooms. So, so it's becoming doing? a problem. Well, they're making up their own homemade bathrooms in the parking lot. And what they're doing is they're taking big buckets. I've seen this. They're lining the bucket lid with, uh, you know, like in the pool, your kids have those things they call the the noodles. Yeah, of course. Foam, styrofoam. Well, they're lining the bucket with that so they can have a cushioned seat. They're defecating and urinating in these buckets in the parking lot, and then they go home. And the people cleaning up the parking lots now are finding... Tons and tons of portable, homemade, parrot head toilets. But, so let me just say this. <laughs> this is not um, solely to parrot heads. I was at a Bruce Springsteen concert All right. about three years ago. The only one I've ever gone to. And um, one of in the group was a group of about 18 of us. And one in the group had a minivan. The minivan was purchased for $2,000 for the sole purpose of being a touring bathroom at concerts because these two specific this specific couple loves concerts summers like crazy that's what they did what did they they went to the bathroom in a bucket in the correct in the van correct and the the minivan had curtains in the uh, the hanging in the windows tinted out in the back you can't see got to go to the bathroom voila and then would they leave the portable toilet in the parking lot? Oh, no, lot? no, 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 no. They would just kind of dump out the liquid part. And wash it out? And drive home. Oh. And then clean it. That's their bathroom. They didn't buy a new bucket every time. Uh, yeah. So I've actually seen this. I did not use it, nor would I ever, because I thought it was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of in my life. But a good majority of those other 16 people, all in. Yeah. Uh huh. And they have a lot in the parking lot. They'll have those porta potties, which, by the way, are no prize either. No prize either. Better than this for a guy. I think easy. You go in and you pee, whatever. Right. Well, I don't know how women. She's doing. I mean, yeah, but how are they using the better strong thighs? Right to hover. Correct. Do the hovering. Yes. Do the hover. How about people like that? Go number two in there. It's disgusting. How are you doing that? How? 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 (laughs) How? You can't. It's disgusting. Um, They do though, unless you've got a medical issue, right? Or you've got. The runs. Right. And you can't hold it. Hold it. Uh, that's gross. Oh, I want to vomit now. Do not vomit. All right, now let's just move on from that nonsense. Uh, I like this story. This comes from Hard Knocks. I know you were relaying the story to me, but I like it. 
even though I didn't see it because I understand it. And that is Brian Cushing talking to his teammates, talking about Starbucks, blah, 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 blah. And I guess he says to the one teammate at one point, you know, you go to Starbucks and they go, oh, yeah, I love Starbucks. And Cushing's like, yeah, well, until I realized I'm not a chick. Now, here's what I like about this story. I don't necessarily not go to Starbucks because I feel like it's a female place to go get coffee. I don't know if I believe that or not. But the way you order at this place, to me, a little chickish. I refuse to, like when Boomer gave me an order last week, he's like a skinny, tall, double, whatever the hell it was. I'm like, give me, is it small, medium, or large? And I love when I go in there and I'm like, I need a medium coffee. And they're looking at me as if I'm the one speaking Japanese. I have a problem with this. They say, you mean venti. And I say, is that medium? And they say, well, yes. Well, then I want a medium. And it is funny because some of them get insulted. But what are we doing? I think it is a chick thing if you're ordering like um, frozen frappuccinos and any girly type drink. But a man can go into Starbucks. It's manly. And you can order yourself like a nice coffee, a nice uh, black coffee or even coffee with a little milk in it. Here's the one thing. I, I do like Starbucks. I like going there. Their regular coffee is a little strong for me. Which, man coffee. They have a coffee there called Blonde. Yes, it's good, though. It's great. It is. But does not feel manly saying, I'd like a venti blonde or I mean, a blonde listen, venti. By the way, stop yourself. Listen to you. I want a venti blonde. No, blonde venti. Whatever. It sounds like you're trying with, to get something off your chest. With skim. It's like you just had sex with some blonde you picked up last week. I mean, blonde Jesus. venti. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. Now, at, at our resort that we go to almost every Bougie. year, not every year. Excuse me? Bougie. He's at our resort we go to. I meant not you and I. And we don't. family. Oh, right. Right. I'd love to go they to the resort. They have a Starbucks there. Oh, okay. The beauty of the Starbucks is, though, all the frozen crap they make, they make behind the counter. The coffee you make yourself, they like just that. charge you for the cup. Yeah, there should be a separate line at Starbucks for just coffee. I agree. Not where you're getting 9 million things mixed in your drink. Right. That takes up a lot of time. Too much Same time. with Dunkin' Donuts. They should be a line for just coffee. None of these sandwiches or uh, pizza bagel bites or uh, potato pancakes, whatever they're selling there. Why don't we open up our own coffee place with great Wi-Fi, TVs, some fantasy sports you can do? Call it Just Coffee. That's it. Just coffee. That is it. Enough with the food. I mean, seriously, it slows everything down. It Dunkin' does. Donuts, like, by the way, Dunkin' Donuts is a donut place before it was ever coffee. I don't know. They reinvented themselves with this coffee the last 15 years. Yeah, and they've added too many, too many items. items to the menu. And some of them, they come, they go. Here's what know. it should be. Munchkins, donuts, muffins. That's it. That's it. And coffee. That's it. Nothing oh, I've got the else. chicken salad there last week. <laughs> right, I got the uh, turkey wrap. Like, why? Just no coffee, donuts, munchkins, muffins. Coffee and hot chocolate. That's it. And hot chocolate. That's it. And tea, I guess, because it's a hot drink. That's fine. I guess. So that's it. We, that's a it. nice tea. Uh, yeah. Alan Jerry's just coffee. Just coffee. Come get it. What can I get here? Just coffee. Coffee. What are you, stupid? That's could the I, name of the place. Could I get a frappuccino? No. No. Just coffee. <laughs> could you guys make me a latte? No. Why? You have the milk, you have the coffee. Yeah, but. We just have just coffee. <laughs> you do what you want at the at the bar over there, at the little counter. All we have to do is have the cash register, you're right. That's it. Put the cups over by the coffee, put the milk over by the coffee, and we just stand there. And kick-ass Wi-Fi. Kick-ass Wi-Fi. How about that? We'd have that in the window. That's it. <laughs> en- enjoy our kick-ass Wi-Fi. And just pa- coffee. Our password is kick-ass. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think it's brilliant, actually. 
pretty good. We just got to figure out what kind of coffee we're going to serve. And how are we going to handle the bathrooms? I think you legally have to have a bathroom. If well, you you're... should have a bathroom. Okay. Because, I mean, you're in a play. You're not going to get a permit to open without having bathrooms. So we got to hire someone to handle the bathrooms because I'm not cleaning the bathrooms. <laughs> not, I'll clean the coffee area where people spill the sugar, where <laughs> well, they spill the I'm milk. Not, I'm not planning on being there very much. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought I'd work there. When? <laughs> Well, we leave here at 10, so we hire someone. I don't leave here at 10. To do the morning rush. Yes. We go there when it's casual during the day. I agree with that. We go there for the afternoon. And we do like a happy hour, a coffee happy I hour. I like that. Coffee's for 50 cents. Coffee happy hour. That's tremendous. Because all we do is we have all the old coffee from the morning that didn't sell, <laughs> sell at half price. By the way, it tastes the same. <laughs> it tastes the same. It tastes the same. Yeah, we get some cool looking cups. We do have, but we got to have decaf. You right. got to have the strong crap that Eddie likes. Dark. Regular, yeah, the dark regular, regular dark decaf. And then, by the way, you put all the creamers out. They do it themselves. Yep, flavored creamers. It's like Wawa, except you can sit down, enjoy it, watch a game. Brilliant. I'm pretty. Right. I'm pretty sure we could open a coffee place where all it is is Keurig machines. I would agree with that, except the fact you've got to have a lot of them because they're yeah, too you have to have slow. A lot. They are slow. You have to have a lot. But let's say we have 40 Keurig machines. Right. But do you think? You're right. Come in and just buy the pod. Uh, you're a dollar. Right. All right, now we're getting a little too simple. Dollar a pod. Dollar a pod. The only thing about that that I don't like is now you're going there just to be there because they know they can make the, their own coffee at their house with the pod. Right. As opposed to someone literally making it for them. I know it's the yeah, same I know thing, what you're but saying. it's different. It's a perception. Absolutely. Because let's be honest, why do any of us go buy coffee when we can make it in our house? Right. Um, you want to get out. You want to do something. I like the idea... But to have the pots made to where, you know, if someone comes up and buys eight cups of coffee, you can't sit there, all right, boom, boom, hit start, all right, <laughs> let's wait true. for this thing to brew. You got to pour them out pretty quickly, otherwise the line's going to be out the door because our place is going to be popular. Right. By the it way, we would popular. do well. We'd do well. We would do well. How about so, Sunday football with coffee? Nice. It's awesome. Bring in your own vodka, pour it in the coffee, right. we don't care. Alcohol's bad for you. Coffee? Healthy. And kick-ass Wi-Fi. And you could drive right home with our after having our drinks. That's it. That's it. People are going to want food, though, if they're watching games. That's yeah. a problem. Now we're going to have the mo- mozzarella sticks. No, no, I didn't say that. Oh, not to do the food. Just <laughs> no. they're going to want it. Just coffee and kick-ass Wi-Fi. Uh, Jerry, here's a woman who uh, has some issues down in Florida. Palm Bay, Florida. I don't know where that is, but it's in Florida. A woman, they arrested a woman uh, say, uh, who had stolen uh, some clams. <laughs> <laughs> Stole, stolen some clams from Publix, very nice popular clams. supermarket down there. That's where the uh, that's where James Winston stole his yes. uh, wings or lobster or uh, lo- uh, uh, crab legs. Crab legs. Yeah. yeah, Palm Bay, Publix. Woman, uh, she's 52 years old. She stole clams by putting them down her shorts and walking out of the store. She tried to put $45 worth of clams in her pants. I don't know what, uh, how many clams that is. Awesome. Good God. Uh, her photo, Jerry, is not not nice clams, I don't think, <laughs> based on this photo. You probably can't see it that far away, oh, but she is looking a mess. Not nice clams. Yeah, Deborah Marceau, 52 years old. She told police that she removed the food without paying because she is uh, not doing well in life. But she was arrested. I don't know why you would steal clams, though. That seems like something you've you've got to really prepare. And by the way, what are you getting out of that? Right. If you're hungry, go steal a loaf of bread. Yeah, clams is not going to fill you up. Moist clams. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I can't wait to tell Eddie to go grab that. No, 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 disgusting, disgusting. But like, think about the stench down there. You can't do that. Plus, the clams probably smell. You can't see out right now, but his face is bright red with a vein going through his forehead that looks like it's going to pop out. <laughs> Ice clams. Woo! Oh, God. Okay. Well. All right. That's it. We are off tomorrow. Uh, uh, next week, man. All five days we're here. Next week. Here's the, here's how the, the Boomer and Carton show uh, from here on out. We are off tomorrow, Friday. Yep. We are back for a full week, Monday through Friday. Then we are off a full week. And a day. Then that following Monday is Labor Day. Right. Then we're back until Thanksgiving. And we are back. We are back, baby. <laughs> you ain't kidding. All right, man. You uh, enjoy your class. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.